Our third reading is from Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2 to 7. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. For those who lived in a land of deep shadows, light, sunbursts of light. You repopulated the nation. You expanded its joy. Oh, they're so glad in your presence. Festival joy. The joy of a great celebration, sharing rich gifts and warm greetings. For a child has been born for us, the gift of a son for us. He'll take over the running of the world. His names will be Amazing Counselor, Strong God, Eternal Father, Prince of Wholeness. His ruling authority will grow, and there'll be no limits to the wholeness he brings. He'll rule from the historic David throne over that promised kingdom. He'll put that kingdom on a firm footing and keep it going with fair dealing and right living, beginning now and lasting always. The zeal of God of the angel armies will do all of this. Guys, can we put our hands together for our three amazing performers this evening? So good. Sadly, I will not be singing this evening, but um, have any of you guys noticed, in reality, how messy Christmas is? How messy Christmas is? We have these wonderful dreams of a white Christmas. We have these wonderful dreams of, of a clean, dressed to impressed, best Christmas gifts, best wrapping paper, as clean as you can get. But in reality... After about 10 minutes of Christmas, it gets messy. I remember growing up as a child, my mum desperately throwing me in the bath on Christmas morning, getting me out, getting me dressed in my finest attire, hair combed over, ready to go, marched off to our auntie's house every year for Christmas dinner and give it five minutes, I've grabbed the football, I've taken it outside and I'm covered in mud. The hair is wild and I'm a mess. The clean Christmas often becomes a messy Christmas. And so often as we enter into this space for, for celebrating Jesus and coming together to sing these alternative carols and to hear these amazing performances, so often when for some of us for the first time maybe this evening, we think that in order to enter into this space of worshipping Jesus, of finding about Jesus, to stepping into a church, that we need to be clean. But already in these amazing readings that we've heard and in these performances, that actually in reality, Christmas is messy. The, uh, the, the last reading that we heard from Claire is a prophetic word, a foretelling years and years, thousands of years before the birth of Jesus. We hear this beautiful illustration of who God is going to be, that he's going to be an amazing counselor, that he's going to be a strong 
God, that he is going to be an eternal father, that he is going to be the prince of peace. Clean and beautiful Christmas. But what we forget is this prophetic foretelling thousands of years before Jesus is actually spoken to a particular person in the Bible. In the Old Testament, the the part of the Bible before Jesus' birth, it is full of kings of the people of God, running the nation and leading the people. And the majority of these kings were messy. The majority of these kings were terrible. For the majority of these kings, they did not follow the ways of God. It was a messy kingdom. But this particular reading is given to the worst king of all of them. The messiest king of all of them. King Ahaz. King Ahaz was a shocker of a king. He did not keep any of God's laws. He hurt God's people. And here, the prophetic message comes to this king. There is as far off from God as you can be. I am a strong God, an eternal father, the prince of peace, and a wonderful counselor. The messy Christmas that God has come for those that are far off. We also hear in this beautiful nativity story of the shepherds. The shepherds are as unclean and as messy as you can get. The Christmas message, Jesus' arrival, is for those that are forgotten. A couple of years ago... Um, I used to lead a Christmas Eve service at my home church, uh, and it was always really good fun. It was welcoming loads of families from the community, uh, and we'd have, similar to this, loads of carols, loads of games, and it was an amazing way to celebrate Jesus. For me, standing at the front leading this service was all about how clean can this be, how pristine can this be, dressed to impress, ready to go. And this particular year, I personally felt that this service went so well. I'm almost guaranteed that pretty much every person that stepped into that place said yes to Jesus, afresh or for the first time. There were kids weeping on the floor that were like, Jesus, we love you. Nailed it. A clean Christmas, ready to go. And in my excitement, I poured down a mulled wine. I ate a sausage roll. I jumped in the car and I was ready to head off to my mum's for Christmas, celebrating how good God had been and how good I had been. (laughs) Five minutes down the road, and um, we love vulnerability here at church. Five minutes down the road, um, I may have been going slightly over the speed limit. And an undercover police car puts the sirens on and pulls me over. The knock on the window. Sir, where have you just come from? Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, I've just been leading a a local church Christmas service for for kids and families. And he laughed. And he said, sir, have you had anything to drink? 
uh, just a really small mulled wine. And I could feel the like tension in my voice. And so five minutes after this amazing, clean Christmas Eve service, the messy Christmas, he pulls me out of the car, breathalyzes me. I was safe. I still have my license. But I had to own up to my vicar to say, I just have to let you know the service went great. The five minutes afterwards, not so good. Christmas can become messy. But the beautiful thing is that Jesus did not come for the clean and for those that have it all sorted out. He comes for the king Ahazes that are far off. And he comes for the shepherds that are forgotten. Tonight there may be some of us that are feeling as far off from God as you can be. Or for some of us tonight, we feel that we are forgotten by him. But what we realize is, is that God hasn't come in the cleanliness. Jesus was born in the muddy and the bloody mess. God himself stepped onto earth into our mess, to come and be in our mess, to be vulnerable and to be weak and to show God's strength and his eternal heart and his loving character for you. God has come to be in our mess this Christmas. And so for some of us, we may want to begin an adventure and a journey of welcoming Jesus into our lives, of starting an adventure with him. Not so that we can turn up to church on a Sunday in our best attire, looking clean and looking like we've got it all sorted, but to invite the God that made us, that knows us, and that loves us into our lives and into our mess afresh, and for him to change our lives. Because this Christmas, we also celebrate that Jesus didn't just stay as a baby. Shock horror for some of you, that actually Jesus grew up. And if you want to know what God is like, look at Jesus. Jesus came and he lived amongst us. He lived in our mess. He was with us and for us. He was with those that were far off. A lady that was bleeding for 14 years, outcast of her community, he came and he healed her. A lady caught in adultery, ready to be stoned by the church. And Jesus comes in and lifts her off the mess of the ground and says, your sins are forgiven. Start an adventure with me. Jesus came to be in our mess, not that we then stay messy, And not so that we can then become clean, but that we can truly know that we are loved by a God who is a wonderful helper, by a God who is strong, a God who brings us peace, and a God that can bring us eternal life. And so what I'd love for us to do as we draw this service near to an end, as we continue to worship him, We're just going to take a moment and I'd love to say a prayer over us. And for some of us, we may want to, in this moment, invite God, invite Jesus this Christmas into our hearts and into our lives for the first time. You may not even know huge amounts about him, but you know I need to know that you, God, are in my mess. And so what I'd love for you to do just in this moment, not worrying about anyone beside you, is just to shut your eyes where you are. 
And for some of you, this may be a prayer that you say for the first time in your heart. And I'm going to lead us in a short, simple prayer. And if you want to, just to repeat it in your heart. Father God, thank you that you know me, that you made me, and that you love me. Thank you, God, that you are with me in my mess and in my chaos this Christmas. I'm sorry that I've been far off from you. Thank you that you remember me and that you came in your son Jesus to show me your love. I invite you into my life. I invite you in my heart and I want to get you get to know you more this Christmas. Amen. What I'd love for you to do just in this moment, if you know that you said that prayer for the first time, I just would love for you just to raise a hand where you are. And one of the things we'd love to do, amazing buddy, so good, all over this place, that's so good. Um, at the end of this service, we would particularly love to invite those that have put their hands up um, to a, uh, an, a party in January to get to know God better. We would love to invite you to the Alpha course, which is finding out more about who God is, to share meals together and to get to know one another and to get to know God. But Father, we thank you that this evening that you're a God who is with us in our mess. We celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, your son, and we celebrate that you love each one of us. So what I'd love for you to do is, uh, if you're able to stand together now, and in this moment, we are going to celebrate the God that is with us and for us. Amen.
God, we thank you for your love that's in this room right now. Just before we finish, we just take a moment. Holy Spirit, would you come? God's presence is just, just beginning to rest on a few people. Just in that moment of stillness. Just knowing in the depths of who you are. Where there is, where there is day, darkness and chaos, that he is the light of the world, that he is shining his light on you right now. For some of you, you're just beginning to feel this sense of kind of like a dripping peace inside of you, just that sense of almost things just starting to be released on you. Just a sense of, well, I haven't felt like this in ages. I've forgotten what peace feels like. presence. We thank you that you are a God that died and rose again and is with us right now in this place. Jesus, you're here. Thank you that you are Emmanuel, God with us. So Father, we thank you for this evening. We thank you that we can come and we can celebrate your birth, we can celebrate this Christmas who you are. We ask that you would fill us, that we would know your presence with us, that we would know your love this Christmas. Amen. Amen. Guys, can you give our band a huge round of applause?